be subject to the governing authorities who break the power of the tongue. The Bible is the great book of prophecy in which the word of God is written. Spiritual thoughts must be discerned with spiritual words perfectly and with clarity without turning aside to the right or the left. In the big picture, the past 2,000 years were the time for the scripture to imprison everything under sin, which was why we had to hear what was said in the church, even though the leader was an unrighteous judge, as in Luke 18 verse 6. In other words, we had to hear what was spoken in the name of Jesus Christ. In the world, a nation's citizen had to hear what the nation's leader said, and each person had to maintain order and hear what was said in their surroundings. Let us look at Romans 13 verse 1 to 2. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves. Authority in the general sense means power and force. In relation to God, it means his universal and eternal rule or sovereignty over the world that he has created. Therefore, all creation must have this word of God as the basis. Turn to Romans 9 verse 20 to 21. On the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers back to God? The thing molded will not say to the molder, why did you make me like this, will it? Or does not the potter have a right over the clay to make from the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for common use? All who live on the earth must accept the creator God's rule without exception. And all must accept the authority of the Son Jesus Christ from God sent to this earth. Jesus Christ said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, all creation who live on earth must submit to the word of the Son, Jesus Christ. However, rather than submitting to the Son who was sent by God, they put him to death in the most brutal way. So they broke God's command by resisting authority. The Jews in the Old Testament age who claimed to serve God resisted God's authority. History is proof of how fearful the punishment for this is. The proof is the fact that the Jews were dispersed around the world without a country, and they had to live throughout persecution and oppression. Throughout history, the whole earth until now lived under the rule of people who kept their lusts. The reason for this is due to the outcome of resisting God's authority. In the end, the creation who resisted God's command will have to receive eternal punishment. They will have to live their life on earth through suffering and also live in torment forever in the eternal pit of fire and brimstone of hell. This was the lesson that God has taught through Jewish history. Here, let me ask a few questions. God gave authority to the Son and the Son Jesus was resurrected into a perfect body that will never get sick or die, so he could have become king on earth. But why was he taken up to heaven? When Jesus Christ was resurrected, why did God give him the key of death and Hades forevermore? 
Why were Christians who believed in Jesus Christ unable to rule, possess, or subdue the world until now? Why were the disciples who were taught directly by Jesus Christ killed? Why were Christians not enjoying the authority of the children of God? Why did Christians have to be persecuted and even killed by the wicked and live under the rule of unbelievers or people of other religions? If God gave all authority to the Son, why did the word that the Son of God spoke not come true? The reason was already prophesied in 1 Corinthians 14. What is the outcome then, brethren? When you assemble, each one has a psalm, has a teaching, has a revelation, has a tongue, has an interpretation. Let all things be done for edification. If anyone speaks in a tongue, it should be by two or at the most three, and each in turn, and one must interpret. But if there is no interpreter, he must keep silent in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let two or three prophets speak, and let the others pass judgment. But if a revelation is made to another who is seated, the first one must keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, so that all may learn and all may be exhorted. And the spirits of prophets are subject to prophets. For God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. Do you understand this word? It is normal to not understand this. No one could understand what it meant, actually, and everyone was confused. The words in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 became a tool for the devils who are standing on church pulpits to use as a foothold. Some devils used the tongue. Some devils used revelations. Some demons used psalms. They picked out selected words and used them to make up human speculations and theories. That is why God said that Satan will enter you if you use a morsel, in other words, a fragment, and you would only be speaking words of men, that is, words of Satan. The word of God was written in many portions and in many ways. The psalm, revelation, tongue, and interpretation from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, which we just read, all mean the word of God. In other words, the biblical tongue is the literal text of the Bible itself. This is also called the revelation and the prophecy. These are all called a tongue. A tongue cannot be understood by reading or listening to it. The tongue is the language of the kingdom of God, and it must be interpreted. But people who knew nothing of the truth looked at the Bible by their instinctive lusts and made up lies. They called the incoherent gibberish of a demon's utterance the tongue and acted like they had received some great power. This is the power of Satan. That is why it says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. In Proverbs 6, verse 16 to 19, this is what God said. There are six things which the Lord hates, yes, seven which are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. The six and seven things which God hates in this verse are all a summary of the sins of man that are committed by the tongue. 
Take, for instance, the incoherent gibberish of a demon's utterance. One deceiving spirit, that is, one pastor's tongue, led the whole world astray by calling that the gift of tongues and a sign of receiving the Holy Spirit. You would faint from shock if you realized just how many people died because of the power of one pastor's tongue that ministered with Satan's power. He was the one that spread strife between Jesus Christ, our brother, and the people who believe in Jesus Christ. In other words, his heart's master was a demon, and he looked at the Bible while he was still full of lust. And he had the power of Satan's tongue, with which he made up lies to fill up his lusts. He used the so-called tongues to devise wicked plans in his heart and feet that ran rapidly to evil. He became a false witness and gathered crowds using money, the root of all evil. In the end, he sealed his eternity forever by becoming the feet that ran rapidly to eternal punishment in hell. That one pastor became a teacher who used Jesus' name to teach words set on fire by hell. And with the power of his tongue, he was used for the work of Satan to lead not only 700,000 to 800,000 self-proclaimed Christians who followed him, but the whole world as well. That is why it is written in Proverbs, the mouth of fools spouts folly. An evildoer listens to wicked lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. By forbearance, a ruler may be persuaded and a soft tongue breaks the bone, and the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of understanding. Truly, life and death of a person depends on the power of the tongue. God has shown through Jesus Christ that this verse is the truth. Not even the Son of God who came to this earth in flesh in his former portion of life did not perfectly know God's will. Jesus was killed, because of what he said. The wicked killed him because they could not understand what he said and judged him at the human level. The Son, Jesus Christ, did not speak his own words. He came to do the will of God on this earth. So even though he was killed, he was raised back to life. God's will for us in this age through the Son, Jesus, is for us to keep God's commandments to perfectly leave behind our former portion of life and to know and believe his will while we are alive. Then we will inherit eternal life without ever tasting physical death. This is what God himself has taught us through the Son, Jesus. Let all be silent before the revelation on the day of the Lord. The core of Christian salvation is eternal life through the unprecedented new covenant that God himself teaches through the Spirit of Truth. The Spirit of Truth is the person in whom the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are one. The Spirit of Truth is the person who walks with God by fulfilling the word in Hosea 2 verse 19 to 20. In other words, the woman clothed with the Son. That person is Reverend Okjushin, now that God's appointed time has come, God has been using her to proclaim the word of the new covenant. Before the appointed time came, 
It was the age for the unrighteous judges to do their work, which was the past six days. 4,000 years of the Old Testament and 2,000 years of the New Testament. During that time, no one knew God's purpose for writing the whole Bible because the mystery of the kingdom of heaven was not revealed. In that spiritual state, the unrighteous judges, who are the pastors and priests, spoke words of the fire of hell, which were the complete opposite of God's will to deceive the whole world. It is written, let two or three prophets speak. What does this mean? The word that Jesus Christ said pertained to two. Three means the perfect trinity that is formed through the spirit of truth who has come in reality 2,000 years after the first coming. For the first time since creation, from 16th of June 2008, God has been carrying out the biblical reformation through the spirit of truth, and it has been 15 years now. The person in whom the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are one, before this person comes in reality, no one truly believed in Jesus Christ, which is why all flesh died. And in that time, God did not permit the powers of this world, as people know by instinct, to those who belong to God. As proof, this is the word of God in Psalm 125, verse 1 to 3. Those who trust in the Lord are as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, so the Lord surrounds his people from this time forth and forever. For the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land of the righteous, so that the righteous will not put forth their hands to do wrong. Why did God not give the powers of this world to his people? It was God's love to keep them away from doing wrong. And also, God did not let the wicked know the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. However, now that the word, be subject to the governing authorities, is coming true, we can find the answer from 1 Corinthians chapter 14. But if a revelation is made to another who is seated, the first one must keep silent. For you can all prophesy one by one, so that all may learn and all may be exhorted. Revelation means to unveil, to open and show. It means to reveal hidden things, and the holy act of God himself showing the wonders of his salvation, the holy truth, and the holy act of showing God's administration to people. It also means vision. The divine knowledge of God cannot be known by human wisdom, so we can only see and understand it when God himself shows it to us. God wrote the Bible through the prophets and apostles whom he himself chose and raised up, and he spoke at the proper time in each age. However, he hid the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, and he kept people from knowing it. He planned to reveal the hidden wonders of his salvation and the holy truth at his appointed time. That is the day of the Lord. In other words, the day of the Son of Man. Since 16th of June, 2008, God has been using Reverend Okjushin, who came as the Spirit of Truth, prophesied through Jesus Christ, to do the unprecedented new covenant. It says in 1 Corinthians 14, 
If a revelation is made, let all who live on earth learn and be exhorted. That is the word of men. There is a hidden meaning here. It means now that the revelation has come true, let the humans who are God's creation receive the voice of the Creator God. Obey, be silent, and be subject to His power. Until this time, the Scripture imprisoned everything under sin. What was the reason for this? It's so that every mouth may be closed and all the world may become accountable to God. This is why this day is the day of the Lord. It is the day to fulfill the word. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him and to fulfill the following covenant. Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is near, for the Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated his guests. This means this age is when God separates the children of God that he chose again to the land that he prepared to let the whole world know. This is also the age when the judgment will come upon the wicked. Be subject to the governing authorities for the perfect salvation. This age is the day of the Lord and the day of the Son of Man. For this time, God said, every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. These authorities are the eternal servants who will be established by God in the world to come, which is the generation of the righteous. In other words, they are the witnesses and priests of God. The governing authorities are the people who will reign in the world to come. That is why God commanded everyone to be silent. In other words, he commanded all the earth to be silent. This is God's love to save everyone and have mercy on them all. But if the unrighteous refuse to be silent, if they continue to resist God with unrighteous words, this is what God said will come true. He said in Zephaniah 1 verse 4 to 6, So I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and I will cut off the remnant of Baal from this place and the names of the idolatrous priests along with the priests, and those who bow down on the housetops to the host of heaven, and those who bow down and swear to the Lord, and yet swear by Milcom, and those who have turned back from following the Lord, and those who have not sought the Lord or inquired of Him. The day of judgment when God destroys the idolatrous priests and people who serve other gods is this age now. Milcom means their king. It is a national god of Ammonites and Moabites. Milcom worship involved human sacrifice of young children. Milcom is also called Malcolm or Molech. Ammonites and Moabites are the descendants of Lot who were born out of incest between Lot and his two daughters when they were saved from the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. They are the forefathers of the self-proclaimed Christians who disguise themselves in Jesus' name even after fearlessly committing the sin of incest. People who went out from Graceward Church and reviled, people who accused the spirit of truth and Graceward Church using the world's laws, 
They are Ammonites and Moabites. Judgment will come because of them. But God prophesied through Zechariah to flee before the judgment comes. Ho there, flee from the land of the north, declares the Lord, for I have dispersed you as the four winds of the heavens, declares the Lord. Ho, Zion, escape, you who are living with the daughter of Babylon. The north is one of the four directions, north, east, south, and west. It means cold place, place to bring up rain, the dwelling of invaders, and place where there is winter. Spiritually, Babylon, the home for demons, was called iron and bronze from the north. The Assyrian army, which destroyed the northern kingdom of Israel, was called an army from the north. And the Syrian king, who oppressed the people of Judah, was called the king of the north. Largely, the nations that were used as instruments of punishment to judge the disobedient people of God were called the north. That is why God said, Pray that your fight will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath. And Abram journeyed on toward the south when God told him, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. God had made with Abram the everlasting covenant. And when Jesus, the son of God, came to this earth as a descendant of Abraham, this is what God said through him. Let us read Mark 10, verse 29 to 30. Jesus said, Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but that he will receive a hundred times as much now in the present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. Just as God had commanded concretely through Jesus Christ in Matthew 19, Mark 10, and Luke 18, Reverend Okjushin and we, Grace World Church family, kept the commandment and moved to the south. We have seen, heard, and carried out God's instruction, and by doing so, we have believed in God and in Jesus Christ. But because of this, Reverend Okjushin was persecuted for the last 15 years and has been actually in prison for five years now. Let me ask you, is it wrong to believe and obey the word of God? Is this heresy? No, it's not. We move to the pleasant land by obeying God's commandment. The people who sued us using the world's laws are the ones who are not being subject to the governing authorities and the ones that reject the commandment of God. The word in Isaiah 42 verse 7 has now come true. To open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. Who would understand God's love within the imprisonment of Reverend Okjushin in the land of the enemies to make his chosen children flee from the north? Who would submit to the word of God? God's chosen children have become prisoners, and God had already prophesied in the whole Bible that Reverend Okjushin will be imprisoned to bring them out. But 
Would the prisoners really know this? The word to bring out those who dwell in darkness from the prison has already come true, and it will come true. Right now, Reverend Okjushin is in the north, but when she leaves the north completely, people in Korea, especially those who refuse to be subject to the governing authorities and oppose God, will regret their ways. And gnash their teeth to all the pastors who sinned all the time without fearing God, to the pastors who deceived people by lying about going to heaven after death. You must stop going against God's command. Stop harming yourself. Now is the time for all the earth to be silent and submit to God's commandment. Reverend Okjushin does not speak her own words. She is subject to God's commands, and she is proclaiming on God's behalf the will of God, which she saw, heard, believed, and understood. The work through Reverend Okjushin is the commandment of the Lord God and the governing authority. God's command to be subject to governing authorities is God's love to save you, so you can live forever, even without your body dying. That is why love endures forever. There is no love in humans; only God is love. Now you must flee from the north and go to the land that God has prepared. The flood of Noah and the judgment of fire that came upon Sodom and Gomorrah, and all of the plagues that came down during the exodus of Israel from Egypt, will all come upon everyone who takes this as a joke, and upon the whole earth. This is not a joke or a lie or an exaggeration. This is God's command. You must flee from the land of the north. Flee from the home for demons that teach lies different from the Bible. Flee from Egypt to the land that God has prepared. You must receive the new covenant from Hebrews eight and be created again, as prophesied in Psalm one hundred two, verse eighteen. Which comes true in the generation to come. That is the seventh day. In other words, the third day, when the Spirit of Truth comes in reality to proclaim the things that God will begin to do from this age onward on His behalf. You must follow the truth that is proclaimed through the Spirit of Truth and move to the land that God has prepared by following the word in Ezekiel twelve. Graceworth Church family have clearly been guided by the truth. We have understood the truth in our hearts, and we have been created again. Such people are the people who became the temple of God, the holy ones, and the governing authorities. Accusing the governing authorities of heresy and persecuting even to imprisonment is slandering and despising the work of God. And resisting God's command, all who oppose God's love to save them by declaring the new covenant with His perfect wisdom are the enemies of God. Everyone who blasphemes the Spirit of Truth must publicly apologize and repent. If you ignore this warning, all disasters that are written in the Bible will come upon this earth. The COVID nineteen pandemic. Is only the tip of the iceberg. 
I urge you to be subject to the governing authorities and not be under the wrath of God.